All right, good morning. Well, the Russia-Ukraine conflict sends markets into chaos, and we will take a look at what exactly is happening. We'll talk about what stocks are soaring, which ones are plummeting. We'll talk about how do cryptocurrencies react to these sanctions, what is crude oil doing, and much, much more. So today is Tuesday, March 1st. It's good to be back. <laughs> if this is your first time here, hi, I'm Marcus Hotcutter, and this is my head coach, Mark Hodge. Together, we have more than 47 years of trading experience. And every morning we sift through a mountain of news websites, newsletters and reports, and then we take the most important news and go live right here to share with you what you need to know as you head into your trading day. If this is your first time here, I know it can be overwhelming, but don't worry, we have a special video just for you that I will link to in the description. And that's a great place to get started. So, Mark, let's take a look at what's happening. February is over. We are in March. And look at these markets. I have the S&P up here. Wild markets. And, Mark, it's nice to have you back. Missed you. Missed you. Uh, well, you know, yesterday we wrapped up the month of February. And although the day was pretty mixed the the month was the bigger story so the major indices all fell more than three percent for the month the S&P had its second straight month of losses the longest losing streak since October 2020 yeah that's that's been quite a while but as you said yesterday mixed back so the S&P down uh, just like a quarter of a percent the Dow down half a percent the Nasdaq actually yesterday turned positive we're switching to a five-minute chart of yesterday. We just see how nervous the markets are right now. So opening lower, pushing into positive territory, going all the way negative again. And these are pretty large swings here. Let me just measure these. So intraday, uh, the Nasdaq swinging 2%. Uh, I mean, that's quite a swing here. Absolutely. And, you know, you... You typically see this type of movement in smaller ranges, but like you said, you had these bigger swings and at least on, on a positive, we came off of session lows in the afternoon and actually made a pretty nice rally, uh, even though the S&P and Dow finished lower. Yeah. So, I mean, markets are nervous. Uh, focus is still on, on Russia and Ukraine on the conflict at the border. It seems that uh, fighting is intensifying there yesterday. Uh, there were, uh, I mean, there were scheduled talks, but uh, basically no resolutions yet. And uh, so th the chaos continues. And I mean, stocks are all over the place. Oh, they they are. And all, all eyes are on the situation. And it's uh, really interesting to see this global effort, you know, play out. Um, Russia did say it will continue its operation in Ukraine. Uh, until its goals are met. So it doesn't seem like they're backing down in spite of the sanctions and huge issues with their market and currency. Uh, in fact, yesterday, there was a lot of volatility with the Central Bank of Russia doubling its key interest rate to 20% from 9.5% in reaction to a currency move that saw the ruble tumble 22% against the dollar yesterday. It hit a record low against the dollar on Monday. Yeah. And uh, I mean... Russia, they just closed their exchanges, uh, probably yeah. for the notice. So uh, they, the exchanges were closed yesterday. They're closed today. Uh, there's this uh, Van Eck Russia ETFs that uh, basically mm -hmm. tracks Russian companies. And here we see that it just recently has been plummeting. If we are looking here at, uh, at this, uh, it's down 60%, 60% yeah. move here. So, I mean, this gives us an indication of what would happen if Russia would open uh, the exchanges. I mean, it would be pretty bad here, probably. 
Now, also, uh, the New York Stock Exchange, they halt trading on some Russian companies. Yeah, and it, I mean, it, it's just getting uglier there for, for you know, the Russian stocks and uh, <laughs> the, the RSX ETF that you brought up. $24 down to $9.65 in just a couple of days. So that's, yeah. a, that's a big slide. Losing another 11% here in pre-market trading. Crude oil soaring. So crude oil soaring uh, now trading above $100 a barrel at seven-year highs. And this is where I think that there's a lot of anticipation of uh, you know disruptions there, but also where there could be more sanctions going into play because that's something that hasn't really been touched um but that sounds like it's the next step we saw the spike above a hundred dollars a barrel on the day that russia invaded ukraine and then it pulled back and kind of settled down but now back above 100 for sure yeah and you would think that this would keep oil stocks soaring right but but it doesn't especially if you're looking for example at bp and uh, here's why i mean bp yesterday dropping significantly uh, then finished down uh, almost 5% in pre-market trading, down another 1.1%. Uh, just because they have, uh, or they're getting a lot of oil from Russia. And so this is, of course, a problem since they're pulling out right now. So it's a BP and I believe Shell, market. right? There was a, a little difference there. Um, they cut ties with the uh, Russian state-sponsored uh, company. Yeah. Um, and they had a 20% stake. So I, I believe it was BP that, that did that. And, and so that's part of that drop. Yeah. But then on the other hand, we have companies like Oxy and they have been soaring yesterday. I mean, Oxy, Occidental Petroleum yesterday, they were up almost 13% in pre-market trading up 2%. So, I mean, right now it's really important to, to look into the companies and see, okay, which ones have ties to Russia? And which ones do not, right? Because this is where we see here uh, a tale of two, two stories, right? Oxy uh, rallying 13% yesterday and BP and Shell losing almost 5%. Good point. Yeah. All right. Well, what else is going on? I, I mean, <laughs> no surprise. Uh, stocks that are right now soaring and benefiting from this are uh, defense stocks. Here we look at Lockheed Martin. And uh, if we just look at the last... Uh, four day or three trading days here. I mean, they're up a total of what, 13% over the last few days, yesterday up uh, almost 6%. Uh, yeah, and there was a big uh, dividend by LMT, but honestly, you would think that this would have already been uh, factored in, right? Um, but not the case at all. Traders kind of uh, slow to the party on this one. Because uh, usually you see the big run-up in anticipation of an event, and right. then you have a sell-the-news situation. Not the case here. Yeah. All right. NOC, Northrop Grumman. Grumman. <laughs> okay, yeah. another winner here, defense stock. Uh, yesterday, big up move. 8%. How do you pronounce this? Northrop Grumman. Okay, maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now let's take a look at bank stocks. So, so banks, uh, more news there. So... Russia being removed from SWIFT. And uh, what does this mean? And uh, why do we have bank stocks reacting the way they do? Because, I mean, bank stocks this year should be doing fine because of higher interest rates. And higher interest rates usually are good for bank stocks. But yesterday, JP Morgan, for example, down 4%. And this is where uh, 
as we've mentioned, some Russian banks are being removed from SWIFT, excluding energy transactions and uh, also freezing some of the Russian central bank's access to its foreign currency reserves. And, you know, here, if you're limiting transactions, you're limiting part of, you know, the business exposure, uh, you know, I, I see this being expected with that move. Um, it's just how much further will go is is the question. I uh, I put on a trade in uh, Bank of America. You did too yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we traded Bank of America. Uh, we sold the forty one put, right? Forty one. Yep. So uh, so that basically gives us a little... collecting premium for this. Yeah. Yeah, and so taking advantage of the uncertainty of the premium, selling puts at forty one, collecting that, and saying, hey, we're willing to buy at forty one uh, on Friday if it falls. This is where I think that the the drop is going to be limited to an extent, but uh, pulling back a little bit on that news is uh, to be expected. Yeah. <laughs> now, on the other hand, cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin had a great day yesterday, uh, following through today up another 3% and now trading at 44,000 again. And, and a few days ago, uh, it was trading at 34,000. I mean, so that's a that's a healthy uh, 10%, uh, what, almost 30% jump that we saw here. Yeah, I joked yesterday with you, Marcus. I, I said, I'm surprised that Bitcoin isn't rallying now that uh, Russia has to be a Bitcoin fan, considering all the banking transaction uh, issues. And uh, I didn't expect the big move yesterday, but it came. Yeah, Back Bitcoin, the Ethereum, uh, I mean, everything is, is up here right now. It seems to be benefiting from this. So we'll see where that ends up. Yeah, but but I mean, this is where we get to see it, it's it's chaotic, right? I mean, some stocks yeah. are soaring, some are are just uh, falling down, and right now it's hard to say. Okay, which sector is really uh, improving here? It seems to be almost a flavor of the day because if we also look at Tesla, so Tesla over the past few weeks just going sideways or going down. Yesterday having a big day, basically just based on crude oil. Where it seems, okay, if crude oil is above $100 a barrel, we will feel it at a pump. So maybe uh, the demand for electric vehicles will, will get even more than it is right now. And uh, this is where we saw 7.5% up. But, but it's really, it, it's hit and miss. Right now, super difficult to play this. I mean, you have to take it day by day, basically. Yeah, uh, another one moving with this uh, news and uncertainty is CrowdStrike. So CrowdStrike, and, and this uh, also up a little bit pre-market, just under $200. Uh, so the cybersecurity uh, firm or, or company outperforming with some concerns about cyber attacks. Yeah. All right. We do have a very busy economic calendar, but it's kind of somewhat in the background. <coughs> ah, excuse me. Must so be. anyhow, uh, today we have ISM manufacturing, PMI, another inflation gauge, not the most important one for the Fed, but definitely a red flag report that usually would move the markets. Uh, we have uh, Powell testifying tomorrow and on Thursday. And usually this is something where the markets would actually say, all right, what's he going to say? And then the big one, we have the unemployment report, the jobs report coming out on Friday. So super busy week, but right now the focus is not on these reports. The focus is definitely on the uh, Russia-Ukraine conflict. Uh, agreed, agreed. Still things to watch. They're wild cards, but the, the focus has shifted for sure. Yeah. All right. 
You want to do a, a rapid fire for earnings? Because uh, we, we are still in earnings season. <laughs> Companies are yeah. still reporting earnings. Um, so there were quite a few that reported yesterday after the bell and uh, today before the bell. So let's just do some, some rapid fire here. Yeah. It, so in general, retail now reporting and the numbers are looking pretty good. Target is one I want to bring up. Target up 14% pre-market. Uh, they said that it expects growth to continue even after its pandemic era gains. Uh, they reported better earnings and better revenue. Huge jump here for Target. Huge. Yeah. I mean, 14% for Target is quite a lot. All Agreed. Right. Another one up uh, over 2% Kohl's. Yeah. KSS. So they were up almost 5% pre-market, pulling back a little bit. They did give upbeat guidance for uh, 2022 beating expectations, but they did miss revenue or sales uh, estimates. Yeah. All right. AutoZone, AZO. So up 5% this morning in pre-market trading. Yep. They had better than expected earnings. Uh, they did report um, or they reported a better uh, revenue as well. All right. Kroger, the supermarket chain, symbol KR, uh, up this morning 2.6% in pre-market trading. Yeah, they also had an analyst upgrade. Um, the analyst said, we believe we have higher visibility and confidence in Kroger's multi-year uh, channel, growth channel runway. All right. <laughs> Yesterday, after the bell, Workday was reporting earnings uh, up this morning, 8.19%. Yeah, nice move for them. Uh, they beat earnings uh, and had better than expected revenue. Um, so nice move up almost 8%. Zoom, jeez, I can't catch a break. They're down another 2% this morning. I know, I know. Everybody knows Zoom now. It's a household name, uh, but they are lower after issuing full-year guidance that was below what analysts expected. Uh, they did report earnings that were better. Uh, also, uh, well, rev revenue uh, was slightly lower, but it's the full-year guidance that's definitely pulling this one down. All right. Last one. Let's take a look at Lucid. Uh, so EV car maker and uh, I mean, Tesla jumping yesterday. Uh, they were actually following Tesla yesterday up almost 10%, but this morning down almost 15% in pre-market trading. Yeah, getting hammered. They reported a wider loss than expected. They were expecting uh, 25 cents. Uh, the loss came in at 64 cents and revenue was also below expectations. All right, Let, let's take a look at the futures markets and see what we expect here going into the trading session. Brought up the Nasdaq here and we, we see just markets are super nervous yesterday at first, uh, moving higher uh, during the European session, pushing to, to highs in overnight session, but then pulling all the way back right now, slightly lower half a percentage point. And it just uh, it, investors and market participants looking, okay, wh wh what's happening here with Russia and Ukraine and uh, it's basically every hour we get new news and this is what's uh, just yeah keeping the markets on its toes right now yeah uh even the s p down three tenths of a percent not much but one percent swings overnight tells the story yeah all right well we we had three good trades yesterday and uh we're planning to have more trades and i don't know why i disappeared i want to be here i want to be here with you let me just <laughs> there we go <laughs> okay anyhow so uh we have a few videos for you that uh we'll link to in the description here and also right now on click on them 
Take a look at these videos and then have a great and hopefully profitable trading day. Happy trading, everybody.